Welcome to MedKinza Talks, your go-to source for bite-sized content in becoming future doctors. I'm your host, Kinza Hussein, and I'm a second-year medical student helping students navigate the ins and outs of one of the most competitive careers. I will be sharing the lessons I've learned and inviting guest speakers to provide real quality advice to help you get into medical school, succeed as a med student, and prepare you to become a future doctor. Want more free quality advice? Subscribe to my YouTube channel and follow me on Instagram at MedKinza, where I post videos and infographics delivering content to you every week. Now sit back, relax, and learn something new. And don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss any of my latest episodes released every week. Hey, welcome. This is episode 22. In this episode, I have the pleasure of interviewing my aunt. She is a bariatric and certified lifestyle physician, and she is joining us today to talk about conventional versus traditional medicine and teaching all of us how to live healthier lives. Thank you so much for coming on to my podcast and YouTube channel. Thank you so much, Kinza. Thanks for um, having me. So my aunt also has her own YouTube channel. It's called Master Your Lifestyle. She just started it. She is sharing tips on, oh my God, I can't talk. She is sharing tips on how to live a healthier life. And since she's a physician, she's giving advice that is evidence-based, which is very important. So I will put her link in the description box if you guys wanna go check it out. I would highly encourage you to. All right, so our first question for you today is what differentiates lifestyle medicine from conventional medicine? So uh, lifestyle medicine, actually, um, the main difference is um, that, you know, it's it's um, a practice that is evidence-based and uh, it tends to basically adopt the principles which tend to prevent, cure, and treat the disease so that uh, it can promote health and prevent disease. Um, the management in case of lifestyle medicine is patient-centered, whereas um, in case of the conventional medicine, it is more physician-centered. So okay. that is basically the main uh, difference between the, the two. Okay, so my next question for you is, we are all always trying to live healthier lives. It's probably in the back of our minds. We wanna exercise more, we wanna have healthier diets, but what is one simple lifestyle advice you could give to our listeners today that they can start incorporating tomorrow? Great question, Kinza. Um, so when we talk about lifestyle, lifestyle principles, there are a few things that uh, you know, we want to keep in mind. Um, and uh, you know some of the principles that I want to mention. Uh, number one is the motivation. Okay. Number two is the confidence level. Mm -hmm. And number three is the importance of um, you know that behavior so okay. that actually varies from person to person mm -hmm. so you know first we evaluate the motivation and then we see how confident that person is and okay. then we go to you know how the important of that behavior changes okay. so um you know it's going to vary from person to person yeah. and just like i said so it would be uh, you know it's going to just depend on what behavior a particular person uh, you know wants to adopt based mm -hmm. on the importance, based on their motivation, and based on their confidence level. So say you have someone come into your office and they need to lose weight and they don't exercise often because they don't like going to the gym and it's hard for them to change their diet because they've been eating unhealthy foods, whether it's fast food and even a better scenario. So what if they are financially marginalized and they can't afford to eat healthier foods? How would you send them home? You only have like 20 minutes in the office with them, right? So how do you send them home with advice that could start changing their life, something that they can incorporate the next morning? 
Great question again. Um, <laughs> so, um, you know, there's one thing that we uh, evaluate, uh, you know, uh, incorporating the principles of lifestyle medicine, and that is assessing uh, their um, readiness for change, that which stage of change they're in. You know, either okay. they are in the preparation phase or they are, um, you know, uh, in the pre-contemplative phase, they're mm -hmm. in the contemplative phase, they're in action phase or maintenance phase. So these are actually the five stages of change. So if they are in a stage Stage, uh, in a pre-contemplative stage, which means that they are, um, you know, they don't even, not even thinking about it. They okay. are coming to see me because someone has mentioned it to them. You know, maybe it's their spouse or mm -hmm. their, um, you know, someone in the family uh, mm -hmm. has asked them to go and see us. Um, so, uh, you know, in that scenario, um, anything you tell them, it's not going to change. Okay. So I, what I tell them is that, you know, uh, whenever you're ready, mm -hmm. we are here to help you and, uh, you know, just get in touch with us and there are great resources we can offer. So, mm -hmm. but, you know, it has to come from the patient. Yeah, that's very true. You can bring the horse to the water, but you can't make the horse drink from that water. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I guess the first thing would be fixing your mindset. You know, Absolutely. if you're a listener right now and you have changes you want to incorporate to live a healthier life, I would self-reflect upon it so that you can find that motivation within yourself to actually start changing your life. Great. Yes, absolutely. So my next question for you is, what's one healthy diet change that you recommend to your patients? So, um, you know, again, it uh, varies from person to person, yeah. uh, you know, depending uh, which stage of, uh, you know, change they're at. The lifestyle medicine principles, they include, you know, eating a healthy plant-based diet, whole food plant-based diet. Okay. So this is something that I recommend uh, to the patients. Um, uh, you know, it's very hard for these patients to completely, um, you know, transition from a, uh, you know, a, a non-vegetarian diet to a plant-based diet. So, yeah. you know, slow and steady is something that we recommend. Uh, you know, incre uh, increasing the intake of fruits if they are not, uh, you know, uh, consuming uh, fruits. But if they are, you know, the quality of fruit that they are consuming, go more for berries. Then again, you know, the the vegetables. If mm -hmm. they are not familiar, uh, you know, they are not familiar with the vegetables, then um, increase their, um, you know, gradually increase their intake of vegetables. Uh, and if they are already, uh, you know, consuming, then the quality of vegetables, that in terms of, you know, more green leafy vegetables, cruciferous vegetables, okay. and, uh, you know, increasing the number of uh, servings a day. So it kind mm -hmm. of, again, varies from person to person, mm -hmm. uh, you know, depending on their dietary habits. Yeah, so definitely a slow adjustment. Start replacing things that are currently bad for you with healthier alternatives, but not all at once. Yes, absolutely. I mean, and that is something that uh, is very important mm -hmm. uh, to make, uh, first of all, ask them about their vision and where they see themselves and, uh, you know, set goals and yeah. then, uh, you know, work on those goals on weekly basis. Um, and, uh, you know, the goals that we tell, uh, tell them, they're called SMART goals. Oh, and um, yeah, so, and that basically you can apply to every aspect of, uh, you know, of your life. Mm -hmm. And uh, the SMART actually stands for specific, measurable, action-based, realistic, and time-sensitive. Yeah, no, I've heard of that. So I actually started my 2021 goals using the SMART goal method, but I did it on Excel because you have to use those categories in order to answer what your goal is. I'm going to put a link in the description box so you guys can go read an article about it and see how you can structure your goals using the SMART strategy. These goals, they have to be, uh, you know, simple, easy goals that are okay. achievable. 
And if you are going to set goals that are very difficult, uh, you know, that's basically a setup for failure as well. Yeah, that's very Because true. it's hard to achieve and then you get discouraged and, uh, you know, uh, it's it's not very encouraging. So this okay. is something we tell the patients that start from, you know, kind of baby steps yeah. and then, uh, you know, move from there. Yeah, no, that's really good advice. Like, you don't want to put down tomorrow my goal is to be vegetarian or vegan because that's so hard to do like you Absolutely. have so many things to first work through before you can get to that stage and I think mindset is probably the biggest thing and the longest thing mm -hmm. to work on so definitely that's great advice thank you You're welcome. so my next question for you is more about motivation so you have I've noticed you know over the past two years you have changed your lifestyle you've changed your diet what was your motivation and how do you motivate others who need to start changing theirs? Yeah, so, um, you know, for me, um, I'm, I've been a physician for almost two decades now. And, uh, you know, never uh, in during my training um, as a student or, uh, you know, in my residency, um, you know, I was told to pay attention to my health, um, mm -hmm. self-care. Um, you know, Kinza, there was a study that was done in 2009 in California, and, uh, they, uh, and, the, and the study actually, they did a survey on these physicians, and uh -huh. they found that 53% of these physicians, they are stressed. 35% uh, yeah. of the physicians, uh, they uh, don't exercise. Uh, th almost 34% of the physicians, they don't get enough time to sleep. Wow. And 27% uh, of the physicians, they don't even eat breakfast. That's a large yeah, statistic. <laughs> absolutely. So, you know, when I saw these statistics, uh, I'm, I was like, I don't want to be one of those. And um, so, you know, the, the main motivation for me, you know, it was an internal motivation because I was... Um, you know, I, I didn't. I never felt contented with my, uh, you know, traditional practice uh, mm -hmm. or the conventional uh, medicine that was uh, I was practicing. So I just, you know, I kept on looking for something different and kept on looking for something different. And then, you know, when I looked at. Um, you know, the loved ones around me, you know, with a poor quality of life and um, who uh, could be healthier, uh, yeah. you know, the other loved ones who lost their lives to, uh, you know, dietary uh, related diseases, uh, mm -hmm. hypertension, uh, diabetes. And, uh, you know, I always used to tell myself that when I uh, get to that age, I don't want to have all these diseases. Yeah. So uh, that was my, uh, you know, external motivation. And uh, that's uh, uh, basically what um, has brought me, you know, to this day. Now that's that's a really yeah. good motivation to have. Like you care so much about your patients that you don't want to fall into that 34% statistic where physicians aren't exercising. Oh, absolutely. And then they they have also done studies and they have noticed that the physicians who are actually uh, practicing, mm -hmm. uh, you know, the lifestyle skills and they're taking care of themselves, they actually counsel more uh, their patients about, uh, you know, eating healthy, exercising yeah. more stress management, um, uh, you know, avoidance of the risky behavior. Yeah. So it's, it's definitely, uh, you know, helpful. Yeah, and when you're actually doing those things, it's a lot easier to try to convince others to do it too because you're more passionate about it. You actually believe in it if you practice it. Absolutely. My next question for you is, what is a good way to track calorie deficit? So I've been learning that that's the best way to lose weight and I struggle with tracking my food. So I tried using my fitness planner. I think that's called, that's what the app is called. And I just couldn't remember every day to track my food. I actually wanted to go into a calorie overload, 
But um, for people who want to lose weight, how can they track that? How do they track their calories? Yeah, great question again. Um, so, um, you know, MyFitnessPal uh, is a great tool uh, to uh, logging uh, the food. And, uh, you know, this is one thing that we tell our patients um, uh, to log food because it acts as a, a self-monitoring tool. Mm-hmm. Um, and that has been shown to be the b- biggest factor in maintaining their weight. So for the patients who are actually, um, you know, in actively losing weight, yes, you have to uh, keep track of the log. Okay. Uh, but, uh, you know, there are different reminders uh, that are there, you know, uh, uh, this, uh, you know, there are apps that have built in reminders. So mm-hmm. use those uh, reminders. You can put reminders in the phone. And yeah. the other thing is that, uh, again, uh, you know, you have to kind of build that uh, level where the, uh, you know, the the fact that you want to lose weight, that is so important to you, mm-hmm. uh, that you, that's your priority. So if, so, so if yeah. something becomes so important, yeah, yeah, so if something becomes important, uh, then you kind of uh, try to get engaged um, in it as well so you know and the way to do that would be to just uh, you know read about health related topics um, you know go to the different uh, health related websites and uh, you know be around the company of people who are health conscious as well that's true you know your friends if they want to also do these things it's going to be a constant reminder for you to do it and you can kind of build your support system that way too right and 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 then one other thing is that you know if you are um, uh, basically focusing on health maintenance, then, you know, logging is important. But if you keep in mind that if you're more conscious and mindful that you're not eating high calorie food, mm-hmm. for example, um, you know, if you're, if you're taking two, three servings of fruit a day or four to five servings of vegetables a day, or, you know, if you are taking using legumes, lentils as a source of proteins, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, you're taking your, uh, the flax seeds or spices or then, you know, and you're drinking enough water then, mm-hmm. and you're staying away from the high calorie food, then automatically, um, you know, your weight uh, uh, tends to stay where it yeah. should be. So it, it becomes much easier that way. Yeah, um, that's true. And then, um, you know, there your taste buds, they mm-hmm. tend to change over oh, time. Really? Yeah. So uh, instead of craving for, um, you know, ice cream, you mm-hmm. probably will be craving for broccoli or, oh, wow. um, uh, you know, other healthy foods. So um, yeah, ice cream is one that I still need to get over. <laughs> I still crave for ice cream. <laughs> You'll be there soon. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. All right. So my last question for you is what is one piece of advice that you want to leave with our listeners with today? Something that kind of changed your life in a way that it impacted you enough that you still, you know, live by it. Yeah, sure. So, uh, you know, one advice that I would like to share and that has really helped me is uh, to be optimistic in life. Mm-hmm. Um you know, always look at the glass half full. I used to look at it half empty, but uh, ever since I have started looking at it uh, as half full, I have noticed that I have um, developed more gratitude for the things that I have. Oh, that's really and, nice. Um, and not just, uh, you know, the gratitude. It mm-hmm. uh, You kind of want to give more to people. You have that, you know, random act of kindness. Yeah. Um, and uh, and guess what, Kenza? You know, these all these acts, they actually release all these happy hormones like yeah. dopamine, serotonin, and um, so that's basically a kind of a secret to a happy life I should say yeah no that's Um, really good advice thank you I feel like we are always so stressed about stuff I'm even stressed filming this a little bit (laughs) because I'm like oh you know it needs to go well or I'm a little tense right now but 
I think being more grateful, being more relaxed is the key to living Absolutely. a happier life. Yeah, and uh, and uh, one other thing that I wanted to add is that, you know, we should always be um, contented with the past, happy mm -hmm. with our present, yeah. and hopeful about our future. I like that. Yeah, yeah very well said. Thank you so much oh, for yeah, sharing. Oh, you're welcome. My pleasure. It was so nice to have you on my YouTube channel. I haven't had a chance to bring family on here, so this is a really special moment, and I will cherish this video. I hope to have you on more. Absolutely. Maybe we can think of a fun YouTube idea for yeah, next time. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on. It was great to have you on here. Thank you so much for having me. My pleasure, Kenzo. Of course. Mm -hmm. Again, her YouTube is Master Your Lifestyle. All the links are down below in the description box. If you've enjoyed the podcast, make sure you guys hit subscribe. I release episodes every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Also, if you guys have learned one little thing, I would really appreciate it if you guys could leave a rating and review. It means a lot to me, and I read them all. I will see you guys in the next episode. Bye.